Hey, you scruffy-looking nerf herders. Welcome to Records of the Republic, a podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars, from canon to the EU to Legends content and more. We are your hosts, Wade and Kevin, and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you. Strap yourself in, and don't get cocky, as we embark on this journey together into the Star Wars universe. Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic, post-Christmas, pre-New Year's. My name is Wade, and joined with me today are two of my great friends, Kevin and Alex. Guys, how are you guys? First of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Um, I know we were texting a lot Christmas morning and you know throughout the day, just kind of going back and forth about different hauls, stuff we got, stuff kids got, stuff like that. Um, so let's just catch up a little bit. Cause it's been, I feel like we've had a few things happen over the course of the last couple of weeks. Um, so Kevin, I'll start with you, man. How was Christmas? How was, how has your week been? How are you doing? Man, Christmas was about as hectic as it's probably been in years, but in a good way. Um, uh, we try to go pretty hard because the kids are only young for so long and, um, you know, they, we want to make sure they have a great, I mean, I had great Christmases when I was a kid. I want them to have the same, but I did a ton of cooking, did a ton of cleaning and entertaining, but it was all good. Um, I'm glad we did it. And I'm hoping for this weekend, so it's holiday weekend again, I have Monday off, hoping to be able to relax a little bit. Absolutely. Um, but work was actually pretty chill most people weren't working this week anyways so i'm good i'm That's enjoying a- life because yes. it's pretty hectic for the last like month or two from what more I than that yeah it's been kind of yeah. Cra- yeah it's been it's been pretty crazy so settling down is good yeah how, how was your christmas with your family with your folks it was good, man. The The three-person unit was nice, quiet, some good family time, watching some good, you know, family Christmas movies and all of that. But, I mean, I feel like, wait, you're burying the lead. I mean, you got the biggest Sith miss, the biggest Christmas gift of all to tell everyone about. I mean, we got to just give the torch to you right now and tell us. Well, uh, I missed last week. Uh, well, I guess it was more like two weeks ago because we were really behind on post episode 36 um but i missed i've been kind of away from records for a couple of weeks because uh december 15th my daughter was born um she was not meant to be born that day she was supposed to actually come on the 18th um we were planning for a season on the 18th but there were some complications so i had to go into the er i finished up my work day and headed over there and they were like, hey, well, you're having a baby. And we were like, all right, let's do this. So uh, we got, and we got released, you know, shortly after. It was like three or four days after after delivery. We got to bring her home. So both mom and, and baby were home for Christmas. And that was a huge blessing. And then, of course, we had Christmas Day. And we got to, you know, do the stockings and open the gifts and go through the Christmas story. And, you know, all those family traditions that we do each year. And uh, Jean had a blast. 
Jean had an absolute blast um, for about the first half of the, the morning. The, the biggest problem, this was his first Christmas being two and a half. This was the first time he was kind of understanding what was going on in terms of like, hey, he gets to open all these gifts. He's getting all these toys. Santa came by and dropped off some toys, like all this fun stuff. Um, but about halfway through, he was getting frustrated because in, we, we, we very much try to get through opening all of the gifts before we start actually playing with them. And I don't know how, you know, you guys may do it or may have done it as kids, but that's just how we've always done it in my family versus family has always been a very much, hey, everyone go get gifts that have your name on it, unwrap them, play with them, enjoy, say thanks, you know, that kind of thing. So he, he got a little frustrated about halfway through because he wanted to play with the toys he he had already opened and wasn't allowed to because he had, we had to get through all these other gifts that he still had. Um so it, it was a long morning, but once we finally got everything unwrapped and all the, you know, wrapping paper put up, I spent about an hour, hour and a half with him sitting down and, you know, he got like five or six different like Star Wars ships and droids and stuff like that. So I had to help him put some of that stuff together and clean up the boxes and instructions and all that fun stuff. And he got his first Star Wars Lego set and, you know, all that, just a whole bunch of craziness. Um, but it was, it was a great day. It was a, it was a fantastic day until I got sick because <laughs> the, oh, no. the whole week before my parents were sick, my son was sick and we've all been staying at my parents' house. So they were kind of isolating upstairs while my wife and I and Lynn stayed downstairs to try and keep everyone away from the sickness. And unfortunately, somehow I ended up getting it still. So I've been sick for uh, I was, I was sick from like Christmas day on through Wednesday. And then Wednesday was, I think the first day, Wednesday or Thursday was the first day that I didn't have a fever. And so since then I've been good just trying to get rid of this crud that's still in the throat and all that fun stuff. But yeah, it was, it was a good Christmas. Mm. That's great. Yeah. I saw everybody Gene had quite the haul. Yes, he did. Oh man. <laughs> it was close. I thought he was going to beat me, but I think I had more Star Wars stuff than he did. Now, he got toys than I did, so a little bad. He got Santa. more what? He has he got more toys than I did. Wow. So, Man, I mean, how, what a conversation to be having. That you're <laughs> kind of like, oh, I think my son got more toys for Christmas than me. I just shoot. I have a little bone to pick with Santa because I feel like I was pretty nice this year, um, at least nicer than my son. I feel like he was kind of naughty at times, and so I, I just feel like a couple more would have been nice for Santa to drop off. I'm sure where he's coming from, Wade, is that you purchased many toys throughout the year. I think <laughs> he probably figured you had enough. Yeah, he's probably right. <laughs> he, he saw all the text messages yeah. you were sending us. <laughs> Well, it's funny, like, Penny and I, we're usually, like, I'll buy stuff for her and pick stuff out, but she's like, you know, I never really know exactly what you want Star Wars related, so here's your budget, just go get what you want to get, so, which I prefer, <laughs> like, I'm a gift card, like, that. that's that's my love language when it comes to gifts, is gift cards, because then <laughs> go in, now, I will say, family and friends this year, 
nailed it. I mean, everyone that gave me something, gave me something Star Wars related. They know me. They're finally getting the idea that, hey, if they give me something Star Wars related, it will be used or displayed or worn, talked about. It's it's there to stay. So it, it was a good Christmas. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that shirt, Wade. Was that from the hall? No, this shirt, I've only worn it, I think, on one episode, maybe two. Um, this is a shirt I don't wear all that often because I really don't want to wear it out because it's got my, you know, my favorite guy on it. So I don't want to, I don't want to wear it out and then I have to replace it at some point. So, but yeah, I, I, for the listeners, this is a fresh looking Kenobi tee that Wade has on right now. The, uh, the logo from Kenobi, the show. Now I got some really cool, um, I got like a Chewbacca t-shirt, um, a retro it was a retro Star Wars with 1977 on it t-shirt. And I don't remember what the other one said exactly, but it was something about dark side and Darth Vader and farting. So it, it was a great <laughs> that, That's perfect. That is right up my alley. So it was, it was a good, it was a, it was a great, great Chris. And Gene has had a blast. We have just about every night played with his Lego set and or his rocket ship. So he's awesome. he's he's been having a blast. And even Lynn got something Star Wars related. Um my grandma ended up getting her this Princess Leia like wishmallow looking pillow. Kind of stuffed doll. Nice. Those are great. So she got one of those. Um so even she was touched by the Star Wars goodness. Wonderful. Well, Wade, welcome back. Thank you. We miss Thank you. you. We're glad. We're glad to have you. My appearance could have taken more time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to say my appearances will still be sporadic, um, especially once we get back into our house and kind of on our own and going through, you know, our motions and everything. I've got extra hands on deck right now. So Penny was like, there "Yeah, well, all we've got to help. Go ahead and get in an episode." I really wanted to try and record one more before. Chris or before New Year's, because part of what we're going to talk about tonight are some New Year's resolutions. I've got, you know, a fun question of the, of the day for you, but we'll we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. Um, the big thing that we wanted to talk about um, is kind of reflecting on 2023 a little bit. We did. A, we've done a couple of polls that Alex and Kevin have been really hands on with. Um, I think, Alex, you've posted all of the polls, am I correct? Yes, we've done um, four polls in the last uh, week or so. Five, if you include the one I posted today. Yes, yes, five, yes, with our currently running poll, yep. Um, Which has been kind of cool, because we've seen a lot of people start interacting with us a little bit more. I've noticed, since we did the polls, we've also had a a slight increase in followers, which was kind of cool to see. We've got more people kind of connecting with us and interacting a little bit more, so that's been encouraging to see. Um, but yeah, Alex, I'm going to let you take us on to this segment. Uh, we can talk a little bit about the polls here. Sure. Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, first, it's been great to have that engagement with our listeners, with the followers that we have, um, with our Twitter accounts and such. Um, especially because, I mean, we, you know, want to talk about things that the listeners want to hear us talk about, um, as much as we could go on and on about any Star Wars topic, you know, we understand this community is only going to grow so long as we're talking about things that we all want to hear about. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, we, a couple of the polls that we ran were focused on collecting. We're focused on you know the video games. Uh, we had a little bit of engagement with those, but I think the two that we might really want to talk about tonight um, are regarding 2023 and 2024, uh, yeah. specifically what we're going to miss from 2024. So we posted that about a week ago with two options, um, Andor season two or Mando season four. So let me put it to you guys. What are your thoughts? Which will you miss more from 2024 Andor season two or Mando season four? Take it away, Kev. I had to think about this one. Um, but I have not wavered Mando. Mando season four for me. Yeah, I, yeah. How about the answer and why? I do want the explanation. Yeah. So it's definitely Mando. And the reason why is I just love that story. I love Andor. And I'm really, really, really excited for season two. Um, but Mando, well, it's top tier for me like it it doesn't it doesn't really get better i love season three i understand why some people didn't like it it absolutely was a shift in uh maybe not pace but uh i don't know what the right word is you you went season one two guys going on missions being a bounty hunter to you know now season three is we're getting into the lore and we're really telling about you know mandalore um and i thought it was super interesting and I am really excited to see what direction they go with uh, with season four because honestly, it, it the end of season three, you honestly could have ended the show. So it, they really put a bow on a lot of things. So they re- it's a blank canvas. Like they could do so much stuff, um, and I honestly don't have any predictions. Whereas Andor, you kind of know how that story ends, which isn't a bad thing. Like I, I don't, I don't dislike that at all. It doesn't make me any less excited for the show, but um, I, I like, I don't know. Everything for me is Mando. Yeah, I can totally agree with that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Andor, fantastic. I mean, Andor is um, storytelling at its finest, in my opinion. I mean, Andor was fantastic. Um, definitely, definitely looking forward to season two of it. But like you said, Kev, like we kind of we've got the bookends, you know, we've got the beginning of kind of Cassian's story, so to speak, that they're going to tell. And I don't think we're going to get anything else with him in it. Um, so we've got we've got the beginning and we, we know we've got the end because he dies in Rogue One. So all they have left to do is to kind of fill in a little bit of the gap. You know, how does he meet K2SO? How does he get super involved in, in the Rebel Alliance and so on and so forth? So we kind of know how that ends, but Mando season four, man, like, you know, I, it's kind of one of those just when it was getting good, you know, and not that we're not going to get season four, but, you know, I think each season has built onto it, you know, the previous one. And I think despite the one episode that I have gripes with in season three, I still thought season three was phenomenal. Um, I really did. I really think season three as a whole is, is a great season. Um, I was kind of surprised when they said they're going to do a season four with how they wrapped everything up on season three. Um, but I'm happy that they're doing it. And 
I, I think that's the one, if, if I have to choose, that's the one. Now, I'm not really heartbroken about not seeing either of these in 2024 because the one that I've been really waiting for is still slated to come out in 2024. So I'm, I'm not like crushed that we're not going to get them this next year. But if I had to pick one over the other, it's definitely Mando. Mando has been, you know, just miles and miles above. It, it, Mando was the first thing that really showed me that, oh, yeah, Disney can really do some good storytelling with Star Wars, like in a series. Yeah. Format. Um, you know, because their movies were hit and miss. I mean, it was it was Force Awakens was good. Last Jedi, I not as good. Uh, Rogue One, good. Solo, good. Rise of Skywalker, not as good. So, you know, it's it's kind of, they were juggling a little bit. Mando has been consistently good. And I think as a whole, their live action shows have been consistently good. Um, there's always something that someone has to, something to gripe about in the shows. Um, but Mando has been fantastic through and through. And if I have to miss one, that's it. But I do like the lineup we have for 2024. Yeah, and to both of your points, I mean, neither of you are wrong. And if you're to look at the poll results, um, you know, 63% of respondents actually selected Andor, leaving 37% to select Mando Season 4. Um, and what I was actually really happy about is that we had just over 90 folks responding. We had 91 total. Um, so, again, like, I was really looking at that more like 6 out of 10 people said Andor, 4 out of 10 said Mando. Um, and I think six and four are closer than they may look at a glance. Um, but I mean, like I said, I agree with both you guys, but I selected Andor personally. Um, and my reasons being, you know, like you said, Wade, um, Mando showed us that Disney can produce something that, you know, take a step further, isn't just good Star Wars, but something that's, you know, I think widely viewed as good Star Wars. I think Andor was even like a step further. It was like, this is something that's great Star Wars that, you know, the really, really non-Star Wars fan can actually take notice of this and maybe take a step into the, the fandom a little bit. So I think I'm just excited to see that group of fans return whenever that show comes back, whether it's early or late 2025. Yeah. Um but I mean, to echo what you guys were saying as well, when those shows come back, we're going to be in for a great time. Um, but I think it bodes well that it was more of a split than a landslide in one direction or the other. Right. Absolutely. Um, so let me move on to the other poll that got a similar amount of responses. So this poll got 94 responses being, what are you most excited for from the 2024 slate? So the options I gave were Bad Batch Season 3, Tales of the Jedi Season 2, The Acolyte, and Skeleton Crew. Now let me toss it back to you guys first. And I see one of you guys is smiling. You can hardly hold it back. You're, you're, <laughs> you're really excited. Wait, just, just take it. Wait, what, what did you select? Skeleton Crew, through and through, baby. It's got to be Skeleton Crew. Like You were repping in the comments, too, early. Uh, dude, <laughs> way to go. Um, I mean, Acolyte's good. Acolyte is it's there. Um, Acolyte would be a close second for me out of this list. Um, but Skeleton Crew is the one. I mean, that's the one that I was so excited for this year. 
Um, it's completely new stuff. And I, I'm just, obviously there are a lot of theories about who Jude Law's character is, or, you know, if is he a reference of, to some other character, stuff like that. Like I just, I'm, I'm all about skeleton crew, anything that includes new Jedi that that's for me. Um, so really bummed that it got pushed back to 2024. Um, I've read some articles that have said they had some, some, you know, issues that they had to end up fixing, uh, in the end that they weren't expecting. And don't know if that's related to, you know, the strikes or not, but regardless, we do know it's still on the docket. It's coming out this next year, or at least slated to. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one, you know, tales of the Jedi. Fantastic. I loved it. It's a short or a series, you know, it was six episodes, good episodes, really, really good. Um, definitely excited for that. But, you know, so far it's it's covered characters we already know. Um, Bad Batch season three, also the same thing. You know, these are, we've got two more, we've got two prior seasons to it. It's good. But Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, I thought would be a lot closer, um, knowing that they're both bringing in new Star Wars. But yeah, it's Kevin. Your thoughts? Um, I mean, we've talked about it. I don't share Wade's excitement for Skeleton Crew. I'm excited <laughs> for it, but it doesn't do to me what it does to Wade, and that's great. And that's more. You, that's more what you like about Star Wars, anyways, Wade. Like I'm, I am all about Acolyte. I am so excited for oh. that. Yeah, yeah. I I am so so excited for that. Um, but for similar, honestly, for similar reasons, why Wade is excited for Skeleton Crew, brand new, like this is a blank canvas. This can go anywhere, um, and anytime the Sith are involved, I want it. Um, now, I am really, really excited for Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi. We're probably, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. The first three for me are tight, Acolyte. Jedi and, and Bad Batch, and then there's a big drop off <laughs> for me to uh, yeah, you to and everybody them. else. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Um, I so for, let me say this: when we posted this poll, this was the longest running poll or longest running with activity, I should say. So right off the bat, Bad Batch jumped out to a lead. Essentially, the lead that it ended the poll with is the lead that it had from the jump. But the Acolyte the entire time was kind of gaining, and especially after we tried pushing the poll and giving it a little publicity, like the Acolyte really jumped, and I had fun watching it throughout the day because to the point where it got to nearly 100 votes, like two or three votes could really swing it by a couple percentage points, and I was holding out for my batch, my boys, the bad batch. Um, so I, I voted for the bad batch. Again, you guys aren't wrong. Um, I agree. I have excitement for those shows as well. Um, I think, you know, what we could focus on is how we all agree that I think of those four options, we, I mean, I think the three of us would have said Tales of the Jedi is what we're least excited for of those four. No, not me. No, no, not you. I'm it's, very, you I'm very excited skeleton for Skeleton Crew. Yeah. yeah okay. It's easily for, Skeleton Crew. For me, it's okay. bad. Um, not to say I'm not. Oh, excited, okay. But out of the three, 
Tales of the Jedi is probably going to cover either lesser known Jedi, a former Jedi. You know, it's gonna it's it's going to evolve storytelling around, you know, a couple characters that we probably don't know nearly as much about. All in for that. Acolyte, brand new stuff. Skeleton crew, brand new stuff. Bad batch, continuing stuff we've already got established. So still super excited for it because Bad Batch has been awesome. But it's not the the excitement for me is just not quite there like it is for the other three. Yeah, and I'll say another surprising thing. So, I mean, the way that the poll ended up was the Bad Batch took 39% of the responses, which was the leading vote-getter. Um, the Acolyte taking in right behind it at 38% of the vote. Tales of the Jedi taking 16%. Skeleton Crew taking the remaining 7 Um What I thought was interesting, though, was that animation performed well together over live action. And again, Wade, you kind of made that point thinking that more folks would show up for the live action. Um, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, people love Star Wars animation. Uh, but I don't know, still. Like, I'm not, I'm not joking about Skeleton Crew here. I am truly surprised that a Jude Law-helmed live action show has that little interest compared to, as you, like, as you put it, a few seasons of other shows that we know about already. I just think it's that we haven't seen or heard as much about yeah, it as we have there's no trailer. exactly animation for Star Wars speaks for itself. You know, Clone Wars kept so many people in the fan base active for so long and brought in new generations. So animation, we know, you know, that's Dave Filoni's that, that's his realm, and so that's you know we we always know there's going to be excitement around that. Um, Acolyte, we've gotten a lot more than we have for Skeleton Crew, and so I think that that now I'm I'm still surprised it's only you know under seven percent for Skeleton Crew. That that surprises me a little bit, but I am not surprised by that at all. We just don't have enough on it for a lot of people to get excited. No, and I know? don't mean that. I don't mean that to be funny. I spend <laughs> a lot of my day talking about Star Wars with people, whether right. it be our group chat at work. I don't think outside of you, Wade, and, you know, on the podcast here, I don't think I've had a single conversation about Skeleton Crew. Nobody's talking about it. There's nothing to talk about. That's the problem. Disney Plus, step up the game. Give us some more. I will say, I remember just a few months ago, when like you were talking about the show, Wade, it's kind of crazy to think, like, even if you rewind three months ago, there was no trailer. And we thought maybe the show's coming out early 2024. So there could be a trailer like next week, you know, whatever that day is. And now 2024 is next week. And so, I mean, what what is your head at? I mean, the earliest that you think we could see that show is May, May the 4th. My head is in a very dark and depressed state. <laughs> right. This show's really got to you. Considering joining the dark side because the <laughs> growing within me is is taking over um you know i i just i don't know i get it i get there were a lot of delays a lot of um a lot of companies are having issues with this right now just trying to get back on track for a lot of things so you know i can't be all that surprised but i can be disappointed yeah 
It's tough. It is tough. But, I mean, that, I think, wraps up a good discussion on our former polls. I got some good responses. I do want to highlight the poll we are currently running, as Wade mentioned. So this poll, as of this moment, has about six days remaining. And we asked, from the records of the Republic account, what would you like Disney Plus to turn into a new Star Wars show? The options being a Darth Revan or Darth Bane series a Luke Jedi Academy series, a Luke and Mara Jade series, or a High Republic Jedi series. So at the moment, we have collected eight votes. One of my votes is included in that. I selected the Luke Jedi Academy series. Now have you guys voted, and do you care to share your votes? Yeah, so I voted, and I voted for Darth Revan and Bane. I've talked about this before. I think uh, exploring the Old Republic is something Disney needs to do. It's an untapped gem of money um, that I think they're really, really losing out on. And part of it could be that they're not sure how they want to go about it to, you know, in a way that still honors like the video games, Knights of the Old Republic games um, in the books. Um, But I, I think they would do they would do fine if they were to do a Darth Bane series that that covers the Darth Bane trilogy. You know, I I think that would be fantastic. And just about anything with Revan, if you slap Revan's name on it, there are tons of fans that are going to see it regardless. Um, So yeah, that was, that was my vote. Um, Really there are three on here that I, I would like to see. And one of them, I'm not really sure I care about so let me interject me, what was the one that you uh don't care about well, i could guess it yeah that's what i would have said <laughs> all right take uh, it away kevin go ahead kevin um it was close for me between darth revan and, and bane series and luke jedi academy series and i ultimately decided luke jedi academy series because I am currently reading the uh, the Legends trilogy, um, and it's really really cool so far. I'm liking it better than the Corellian trilogy, which, if you remember, I really 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 liked. <coughs> Excuse me, tried to mute. Um, it is all over the place in the best way. Um, yeah. It follows our core. Um, group you got Luke, Leia, Chewie and, and Han and uh, half of it is Luke trying to, to begin the Jedi Academy and then Han is off you know getting in trouble trying to be good though um, and I've liked it so far because first of all I was extremely surprised to see a Dathomir reference in a book from the 90s I did not know that that was something that existed before the prequel era. Um, but it, it really explores already in the first 75 pages, the politics of the new Republic. So uh, I won't go to, I'm not, we're not really here to talk about the book series, but if the, if the show would be anything like that, I'd be all about it. Uh, but to be honest, I'm interested in anything that has to do with Luke rebuilding uh, the Jedi. Well, even so that, unfortunately, we know where it ends. Even that little snippet we got in Book of Boba Fett was yeah. interesting. And I, I really want to see them build off of that 
in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, but again, I would kill for a Darth Revan and uh, Darth Bane series. Like, that is, I'm a Sith guy, and it doesn't get much more Sith than, than those two. Yep, absolutely. I think of all the options, I would be least excited about a Luke and Mara Jade series. I would be interested in High Republic. I don't care about Mara Jade. Yeah, I, don't, but... I, think, I don't think it fits. I, I, it's weird to me. Have you read the the Heir to the Empire trilogy? I read the first book, and read I've read it? other stuff that has her in it. It's not that she's a, it's not that she's not a cool character. It's that I just don't think that it fits. I don't think she fits well. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna have to discuss that at some point. I'm just thinking about like, <laughs> were we going to watch like a a series of CGI? D.H. Mark Hamill gallivanting around with some Mara Jade actress. Yeah, I don't... This is what people want to see. I don't care. I don't like the idea of Luke being married. I don't think that it fits. You could do it as an animated series, too. Any of these could be animated. They don't have to be live action. Could it be a Bachelor spoof? Star Wars (laughs) Bachelor? I would watch that. People ask for a Star Wars musical all the time. How about a Star Wars... <laughs> dating show. show. Yep. See, I'm all over that. I like Luke being in a relationship because I think it shows that's something that I think the Jedi were wrong on. I think the Jedi. I don't disagree with that. I'm, I think they missed the mark big time there. And I, I like the fact that Luke's, you know, resetting the Jedi, but he's correcting mistakes made by previous generations. I don't necessarily I think, disagree with that. I think um, I've brought this up on the podcast before, but what about the <laughs> the theory that Shin Hati is <laughs> Mari J? <Jane? laughs> that was such a reach. Yeah, that was that was just that was a little struggle. That was that was <laughs> a grasp after we found out that. <laughs> um, what's the what was the guy's name? Maroke. Maroke. When we found out that Maroke wasn't Star Killer, that's what people yeah, had to jump to something else. Maroke wasn't. <laughs> someone, someone on Twitter recently said, "How are we all feeling um, knowing that Maroke was just a Dathomirian witch fart or something like that?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, that hurts." I was really excited about that. It's character. been a it's been a rough week for. Um... For Twitter, for for that show, <laughs> all the jokes have come out with that show. I feel like uh-huh. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but listeners, we should say if you have not participated in the poll yet, please do so um, and give us a couple of responses. And we should shout out uh, Semper Fi Danny at Semper Fi Danny. Um, they were in our comments going back and forth with Wade, I think, a little bit, talking about the uh, Darth Bane and Darth Revan series. So it was cool to see those comments back and forth. Absolutely. Anytime we get discussion going, I'm happy. I love opening yeah. that. Even if we don't dis- or we don't agree, I-, I-, I like discussion for the sake of discussion. So. Yeah, and to speak to speak for the three of us, um, I definitely think we're going to let these polls kind of guide discussions and guide ideas that we have in the future. Um, you know, one of the polls we ran, we asked, 
what folks are collecting. And I think we saw, you know, limited engagement with the poll itself. We saw the results indicated that our listeners don't collect something that we collect. So we might not talk about it that much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, it's really cool to see that type of engagement um, to begin with. So as we said on Twitter, I mean, again, thank you for everyone to participating to begin with. Yeah. So moving on from that, we're going to talk a little bit about some goals uh, we have as individuals, um, Star Wars related. So my question of the night, uh, which we haven't done in a little while, what are three Star Wars New Year's resolutions you have for 2024? So I'll let, we'll kind of go around in a circle um, and I'll start, I'll, I'll say my first one. Uh, this year, my goal, which may not be big to a lot of people, but it's huge to me. Um, my goal is to get to meet someone who has been either a voice actor or live action actor in star Wars, you know, probably at a comic con at some point. That's something I've never done. I've always wanted to, I've always debated on, you know, if I'm going to do it and spend the money to do it, am I going to go big like to Orlando um, to, to see like Ewan McGregor or Hayden Christensen? Um, or am I going to, you know, just go to a local one and see whoever's there? You know, I think the, the Raleigh one recently we had, um, I think Katie Sackhoff was there. I think, um, Giancarlo Esposito was there. Um, a couple of the other Mando characters were there as well. So, you know, but that that's on my bucket list or resolution list for 2024 is I'm going to go and meet and talk to someone who has been in Star Wars. And I'm going to let them know that this was one of my resolutions for the year because um, that's something I've always wanted to do. And so I think that's that's top of my list right now. So, Kevin, what do you have? So my first one, I don't know how achievable it is because it's kind of luck of the draw, but I would like to add three original soundtracks, uh, Star Wars, of course, to my vinyl collection. Ooh. I Yeah, they're, they're pretty hard to come by. It's very easy to find them in CD form, but I really, really would love to get, um, you know, the John Williams score from any of the, the first six. I don't really care to get the the sequel trilogy on vinyl at least not until i have the first six but i'd love to get three of the six and add those to my collection absolutely alex i think my first one i want to roll with collecting so i actually want to focus my art and poster collection to the prequels a little bit i was looking at my collection I was like, it's really heavy on the OT and the ST, surprisingly, but not a lot of prequel representation. Um, So I have my eyes on a couple different things I've seen online, on Marketplace and on eBay. So I kind of, you know, want to set a collecting goal for the year and it's going to be on my posters and stuff and going to be reasonable and see what we can accomplish. That's a good one. I like it. Um, let's see. All right. So for number two, my second resolution for the year is for each month, um, I want to 
reach out to and get to know one of our followers I haven't really talked to before. Um, it may be a new follower that just recently followed us, or it may be someone that's been following us for a while. Um, but that would be my goal is to, to kind of try and get to know, cause you know, we, once you start to get so many followers, you know, right now we're, you know, starting to get close to 400, not a lot on Twitter, but that's a lot of individuals to, to kind of, you know, have interactions with in passing and not really get to know, you know, you've got a couple of key individuals here. Like we had Alex when we were starting out and RFB and some of the other pod uh, guys out there that interact with us on a regular basis. And that's awesome. That's been really cool. But there are a lot of other people that are constantly talking on Twitter about different Star Wars topics that I may not have touched recently or thought about so much. And, you know, there's a lot of really cool opinions and, and viewpoints on different things out there. So I, I just really want to kind of get to know Star Wars Twitter better. Uh, so each month I'm going to try and pick at least one person, maybe two or three, um, to, to start a conversation with and, and kind of get to know. Um, so that's a, that's a New Year's resolution. That's my number two. Your turn, Kev. Wait, I've got somebody that I think you should try to connect with. It's an account that I've been looking at for a while that always is just very interesting because uh, they seem to just really like all of it, all of Star Wars. And at first I was kind of put off, like, oh, come on. Like, all right, you really like all of it. But I, I look at their, their tweets and they're like very well thought out, educated. And so you should check out the account if you haven't looked at it. Uh, but it's at Qui-Gon Jenna. Um, I see I, them I almost every day. Please. Yeah, check them out and, and check out some of the, the tweets. And I'm sure there's stuff that you don't agree with, but um, I think that you'll find the same thing that I've seen, which is, to me, I respect the account because it shows something that I already knew. I'm not saying that I didn't already believe this, but that you can like particularly the sequels and be able to back it up really well and it not just be feeling or nuh-uh or something like that. So check out that account, and I think you'd have some good conversation. Absolutely. My second resolution is admittedly one that I have kind of cheated on because I've already started it, but I'm not that far into it. So I would like to make my way through the entire Mandoverse, um, all the way through everything that we've gotten so far. Mando, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, um, because I've never done that, right? I've watched it all as it came out, but I've never watched it all the way through. So I've watched season one of Mando. I, I'm very early in the season two. After season two, I'm going to switch over to Book of Boba Fett and then go Mando season three and then watch Ahsoka and see what happens. You know, I already love those shows. We'll see if maybe seeing that story told linearly will make it even better. Absolutely. That's dope. I like it. I like that one a lot. That's solid. That's solid. I'm taking note of these in my phone so uh, we can hold ourselves accountable throughout the year. Um, you guys have kind of inspired me to pick one on the fly. So I'm thinking to hold myself accountable with something I hold near and dear. That being some of my behind the scenes and Star Wars art themed books. I'm going to pick one book a month 
read it through thoroughly, take some notes and write a review and maybe even shoot a video. But let me commit to at least writing a review and sharing it through the records account. And maybe we'll see about some type of uh, video review and recommendation series about some of these books that I've been uh, proud to collect over the years. So that that'll be, be a fun thing. Yeah, that'll be 12 books, 12 reviews. Um, that's uh, Yeah, I could set myself up for some light success there. Absolutely. That would be dope. Mine's not nearly as educational as yours. I feel bad. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're meeting the people, though. That's right. I'm, I'm the social social guy. Right. Um, all right. So my number three, I have not done this yet, and I'm not including anything that comes out in 2024, just for the record. Um, but I am going to watch every single Star Wars project on Disney Plus in chronological order throughout the year. So starting next month, I will not be watching Kenobi series. Next month, I will have to watch whatever the earliest story I think is Phantom Menace. Um, no, I take that back. I think... Tales of the Jedi. Jedi. High yeah. Jedi Adventures, man. Or Young Jedi Adventures. <laughs> so, That's oh, true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll have to start with Young Jedi Adventures. So this is going to be a test, because I'm going to have to set all of this up first. Um, Lego, I'm, Yoda, Chronicles. I'm sure the work's Chronicles. been done for you. I, I'm Wait, gonna, just look it up. Somebody's done it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up and find exactly what the chronological order is so I know what I have to watch. And then I'm going to watch it all the way through throughout the year. Now, once I finish it, I can now I can then go back and watch whatever I want to. But until I finish, I cannot watch anything else. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tempt you so hard. So wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. Wait. Yes. This is what day is this starting? January first. So let's say on January second the announcement comes. I'm Skeleton crew starting January January tenth. Oh, it's gonna hurt so bad. I'm gonna have to take a week. All episodes available. I'm gonna have to take a Wait, week. I thought you said that I thought you said that it didn't include twenty twenty four projects. Oh it didn't. That's right. It did not include 2024. Thank you, Kevin. You saved me. Oh, my gosh. I got so scared. Well, I wasn't <laughs> trying to save you, but for the podcast, we kind of need you to be watching the new stuff. Yeah. Right. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I just was going for mayhem. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so that that's my number three resolution. I'm going to tempt you so bad. I'm going to watch a bunch of stuff out of order, talk about how great it is, and yeah, I'm going to make it my goal to get you to watch something. Yeah, I, I, I guess I know how the, the podcast planning episode is going to go. It's going to be <laughs> around Star Wars chronological order throughout the year. Yeah, you can't make us do that. What did you think? <laughs> one, episode five of Young Jedi Adventures. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, all right so my third one, it's going to sound a lot like Alex's, but I promise I had this one ready to go. Uh, you guys might remember, I had a friend who loaned me like 12, 13 old yeah. 90s books. And I've yeah. made my way through, that's where I got the Corellian Trilogy. So I read three of them. Jedi Academy started the first one. There's two others of that. I've got about nine total books left that I need to read from him. 
that and I'd like to I'd like to have those done by the end of the year, which I I know some people probably think that nine books, not that much, probably rip through that in six months. It'll probably take me the full year yeah. um, to do that. But it's they're all old stories, which I mean, I've talked to I've talked to Alex at length about this, how interested I am in that era of Star Wars, just the fandom. Um, so it'll be it'll be really cool to get through those and just try to get a feel for the landscape back then because it was so open. There were all these stories. Some of them, it's like they they all work together, but they're independent. Like I can tell things that are taken from this series, the Jedi Academy series, that they implemented in the Corellian trilogy. But right. I can also see some some areas where they were what they wanted to go in a different direction, which is interesting. I think it makes for some cool storytelling. And in Jedi Academy so far, they pulled from the Dark Horse comics. Um, I assume, so I guess I don't really know what order things came from, but it's it's talking about Luke and how he worked with Palpatine's clone, turned to the dark side for a little bit, and then came back, which I thought that was so, so cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah, just a cool era of Star Wars that we'll never get again. Yeah, that's why folks hold on to that era so much. That 90s era, the early 2000s era, like the early 2000s Clone Wars was so much like that. Like you'd read something that was in the Clone or the Dark Horse comics or you'd be in the Dark Horse comics reading something that's in the Delray books like that or in a video game. That era was nuts. Nuts. Yep. It was so nuts. Why. Kevin left. He just, he just, his camera just flashed out. It was so nuts. <laughs> Am I all right, um, all right so my th- my third one, it's going to sound like we're borrowing from each other, but I'm going to sound like I'm borrowing from Wade on this one. Um, I'd like to conduct six interviews. So for the podcast, I'd like to do six interviews similar to what Wade said, but with other fans, specifically with like creators within the fan community. So creators of some type, they could be making a video series or they could be artists of some type. Um, they could be cosplayers, prop makers, whatever it is. Um, but I want to find people that are doing something different with star Wars, especially folks that are making something um, cu- and kind of just talk to them, like how we talk. All culminating in episode six being uh, with star Wars theory. <laughs> All right. We're, we're... <laughs> <laughs> You can't yeah. afford him. That would be though. That, uh, not not Star Wars theory, but yeah, doing the interviews. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we know we know Wade's fourth resolution or <laughs> resolution, whatever. Listen, you want to know what my fourth resolution is? I'll tell Notice you. Notice me, Star Wars theory. Notice <laughs> me. <laughs> um, no, I would like if I had to pick a, a fourth resolution by the end of the year. My goal would be for us to be big enough, <laughs> be able to ask Paul Soon Hyung Lee. I don't. I, I probably butchered that. I think it's going to learn how to say it if you're going to have a <laughs> um, <laughs> But the guy who plays Carson Tama, you know, bitter Asian dude. I would love, 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 love. He. We've interacted a couple of times on Twitter, um, and I told him if he ever comes out to the Galaxy Con out here. Uh, I will buy him dinner. Like I will take him out to dinner um, because that would just be the coolest thing. It might be McDonald's, but it is dinner. Um, 
but I I would absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> to interview him. He just seems like an awesome guy. so involved. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta straighten this out though before we get too excited. Did you say buy him dinner or take him out to dinner? Because those could be two things. And what if what if he's only expecting a dinner from you and not a dinner with you? Oh no, no, no. True. I would, I would be there with him for dinner. <laughs> you should make a, sure he knows that. I, I take him out to dinner. Learn how to say his name though too, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're right gonna now. go to dinner with him. I, I'm working. Yeah, how do you say your name? <laughs> also, will you go to dinner with me? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Paul, Paul, the Paul part I got. <laughs> you think but, you do. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that would be, he would be my be all end all for us interviewing. That's when I know we'll really have made it if we can get an interview with him at some point. I hope it's not at the beginning of the year because you have to catch, you have to watch all the other Star Wars content before you can get to Mando anyway. So (laughs) how are you going to talk about the episodes? Uh, It'll be all right. I'll figure it out. I'll make it work. (laughs) So listen, I really, really want to do this interview, but I cannot prepare for it. Uh, So I'm just going to ask you regular questions. Maybe about Star Wars. Can we talk about the High Republic? Republic? Yeah. (laughs) So, well, guys, this has been a fun one. Um, 2023 was awesome. Uh, obviously, our first year doing this podcast, we've seen some some fun growth, a lot of interaction with other fans, just a lot of networking and, and community building, which has been awesome. Uh, we added Alex to the mix. Dylan is somewhere here. I know here's this snippet. He's going to text us. But, um, you know, we've, we've just met a lot of awesome guys through this and we're just really excited for 2024. We've got some awesome stuff coming out and uh, we're, we're looking forward to, to pretty much everything that's going to be released. And uh, we're looking forward to, to sharing our love for it with you guys. Um, so I've got nothing else as always hit us up on, on Twitter, Instagram, um, send us an email records of the Republic at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. And if you guys want to join us in the resolutions, man, Send us a resolution. You can send us a voicemail or an email or just us and let us know, hey, what's your Star Wars resolution? Um, we would absolutely love to hear what you guys uh, would like to accomplish in this next year. And, you know, if we can help you out with that in any way, I would love to, um, you know, whether it's just simply encouraging or, you know, finding the the right connections to, to help you guys get that accomplished. Um, but ultimately we're all star Wars fans and we are all super, super excited, um, for, for what's to come. Uh, with that said, uh, how do I usually do this? <laughs> it's been so. Always <laughs> <laughs> got baby fog. <laughs> I remember as always may the force be with you and remember 